T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A lot of football to get into as the show rolls on, including a brand new Jet Giant debate coming out of the Super Bowl. But, Nick fans, we need to have a conversation. Now, Big Zoo is in the building, and Big Zoo is a diehard Nick fan, and he's also very big and intimidating. So I understand that what I may say, Tiki, could cause my Mm -hmm. good friend Big Zoo to possibly tackle me. I don't know. Or maybe assault me. Or maybe boomer me and squeeze me very tightly and throw me into a wall. I have no idea. But what you have heard over the last, let's say, 17 hours is obvious from everybody. Oh, the Knicks got screwed. Oh, Jason Gobble's an idiot. Oh, this was terrible. It was a brutal call on Jalen Brunson. Obviously, you're right. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. That was an atrocious final call. It was so bad that Ed Malloy didn't even wait to get ripped him and Jason Gobble, because Gobble made the call in the yeah. two-minute report. Last night he came out and said, hey, guys, after seeing the postseason review or the postgame review, we screwed up. Like, that happened after the game. So we all know that. So everybody bitching about it and whining about it, yeah, it's obvious. They right. messed up. There shouldn't have been a foul. Holiday shouldn't have gone to the line. It was a one-handed chalk. There was not enough contact to call that, especially in that moment on that shot. And from that standpoint, yes, it was terrible, and you should be upset. And yes, there was bad officiating throughout that game. The Sengun not travel, terrible call. The Brunson, they should have called a charge blocking foul call, terrible call. So I'm with you. But let's talk about why you really lost. You want to know why you really lost? You know why, Tiki? Please tell me. With one minute and 18 seconds to go in the second quarter of this game, this is the problem when you watch 48 minutes, you see everything. (laughs) With a minute 18 to go in the second quarter and the Knicks down by 13, Taj Gibson tried to take a charge against Jabari Smith. And Mike Breen and Wally right off the top said, hey, uh, I don't know, man. I think Taj took the charge. Tom should challenge this. And Tom Thibodeau did. Unfortunately, when you watch the replay closer, it does look like Taj moved a little bit, and so it was not overturned. In fact, Ed Malloy, when he announced the review, said it was clear and conclusive Mm -hmm. that a foul was called on Taj, and it should remain. Now, here are the rules in the NBA. Kind of sucks, but these are the rules, and I think Tom's aware of them, Tom Thibodeau. If you issue a challenge and you lose, you're done. Mm -hmm. You don't get any more. If you got it right, you'd be able to get a second. So Tom Thibodeau got it wrong. Again, down 13 with a minute 13 to go on a block or charge call with Taj Gibson. And because of that, 
the Knicks didn't have a challenge. <laughs> and because of that, you lost. Because if you had a challenge, you would have won it. It would have been overturned, and you would have gone to overtime. And who knows? Do you win? Probably. Probably? Uh, yeah, I'd say you probably win the game. Yeah, sure, why not? Wasn't DiVincenzo down? It doesn't matter. You see Jalen with was eight it, seconds to go tying the game yeah, up? Yeah, sure. But see the Rockets to... blow that game 15 different times? I also saw him 0 for 6 to start the game. Okay, and he settled in and played well in the okay. second half. Okay. Look, I'm, we'll just, never... I'm just saying, it's not a guarantee that they win in overtime. I didn't say it was a guarantee. No. But you, at least they go to overtime. It goes to overtime. At least they have a chance not to go into the All-Star break 0-4. That's right. And the reason it happened is because your head coach, who made other mistakes in this game, we'll get to in a second, decided to use a challenge with a minute 18 to go in the second quarter of a 13-point game. And as a Hoops fan, what always pissed me off about that clown Steve Nash was when he would throw challenges in the second quarter. And it's like, <laughs> hey, Steve, Steve. It would have to be such a significant call to think it's worth it. To think it's worth it. Because you don't know if Ed Malloy is going to overturn it. So instead of everybody repeating the same crap, oh, woe is me, we got screwed, this sucks, the league is crooked, Tim Donahue, the world hates the Knicks, how about we call out the head coach? Hi, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. We'll call out the head coach for issuing a challenge with a minute 18 to go that in the whole grand scheme of the game didn't mean a damn thing. You lost this game because Tom Thibodeau had challenge dysfunction. Or, he decided to use it way too early. Or you're very short. You're just very short what do you mean on you're healthy, very short? healthy bodies. Well, that's a part of it. <laughs> and DiVincenzo goes down with a, what, a hamstring injury yeah. as well. You are really, really very short. Because there was one guy that could save you, at least match with Jalen Brunson in scoring, and that was Dante DiVincenzo. And now the Big Ragu is no longer healthy. First of all, thank you for calling him the Big Ragu. And I agree that was another issue from Tom Thibodeau's night, but that challenge <laughs> cost you the game. So, Nick fans on the other side, you guys want to agree Oh, Evan, with me? that was a fine speech. Well done. Good angle. Bottom line is this. That was one of the worst calls in the history of calls. Even if Tom blew a challenge on something questionable earlier, how do they miss something like that? I'll tell you why. Because there is a conspiracy around the league. Tiki, Zoo, Sean, there is a conspiracy against the Knicks because the Knicks are just getting conspiracy. a little too good. Tiki, the Knicks are back, as I've said before. They're getting a little too good. So now there's a little memo out to everybody. That goes, keep the Knicks down. Keep the Knicks down. Keep the Knicks down. Evan, was that not the worst call in the history of the world. It challenge was. or not, you shouldn't have to need to challenge that play. It was so egregious. He's a long way away. Maybe he just saw it wrong. I, <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> what? To, <laughs> to be completely fair, that was a terrible call. The Sangoon non-call was a terrible call. I agree. These refs were horrific the whole night. Thank you. But this is what I'm going to say. The biggest issue that we have here is the fact that you know, you look at the NFL, right? We have challenges in the NFL. But yeah. guess what? We get under two minutes. The booth is yes. reviewing it. Amen. Yes. Why the heck is there nobody in Secaucus reviewing that saying, what the hell are you guys right. doing? Crunch time should have. We shouldn't it's, need a challenge. It's three right. sec. It's point three seconds. That should be a booth review. This well, is re- honestly, that is the biggest thing okay. for me. Uh, that yeah. is ridiculous. Here's soccer, in soccer, they call that VAR. The VAR. <laughs> Here's what I will say to you. To quote Tommy Lugauer. I'm clapping for you because I agree with you. I mean, you're changing the subject, but yes, I agree with you. I think that there could be different well, ways. No, he's not. I mean, no, he's changing the subject. That's a, that's a rule that doesn't because, exist, dude. Because what sorry, you're, okay, but what you're talking about, yeah, it could be mitigated if they had booth reviews. I, 
and crunch time. Okay. Like they do in the NFL. Two-minute drill. It comes from upstairs. Tiki, if that existed, and I agree with you, by the way, Big Zoo, I'm not arguing that we should have different rules in this association when it's the final two minutes of an NBA game. We have a two-minute report. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but those aren't the rules. Okay? No, they're not, but we, they should be. Okay, I agree with you. But in the world we live in, where that doesn't exist... There's nothing you can do about it. You have to be... No, there is something you could do about it. You have to be more judicious with when you challenge calls. That's what it comes down to. Like, you could all think I'm a hater or finding a new reason to rip you. No, no. I have heard for hours, whether it's on social media or on the radio, bitching about the officials. I get it. They messed up. Like, I'm not arguing with you about that final call. Was it the worst call I've ever seen? Yeah, it's up there. If I'm making a top ten list of worst calls ever, it's really, really bad. But I know this. I'm a diehard fan, too. And if that was my team, while as angry as I'd be at Jimmy Gobble, I know that's not his name, but I like calling him that. He's a former pitcher. As mad as I'd be at Jimmy Gobble for making that atrocious call, as mad as I'd be at Ed Malloy for giving me that apology an hour later, I'd be annoyed at a guy who can impact it directly, and that's my head coach. You need, in this sport, to be very careful with when you challenge. And I'm sorry. With a minute 18 to go in the second quarter, down by 13, a Taj Gibson block or charge? Like, what are we doing? Hold on. Bill Belichick had a phrase, do your job. The refs did not do their job I know, but you're missing night. my point. I get it. They screwed uh, up. They, uh, they they cost you. What about Tom Thibodeau's job? Are we going to address that? Are you going to at least co-sign that, hey, maybe no, I'm not gonna he co-sign should be more it. careful with no, when I'm challenges gonna, I'm get... not going to co-sign Why? and challenge it. Because if the coach thinks it's challengeable, that's his job. He thought it was a challengeable play. He did that. He was wrong. Was it the co- risk worth a reward? If you, you you're using hindsight, this no, is the I'm problem not. with the way you're. No, I'm yes, not. you are because the fact that there was a controversial call at the end of the game, you can now use that challenge there and say, look, if they had a challenge, it wouldn't have mattered. Bottom line is, it was an awful call by the officials. So we got to get to the root of that problem. And there don't be apology. They could take that and stick it. I don't care about the damn apology an hour later. If Tom Thibodeau had challenged a call with four and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, that was a really impactful call in the game. We'd be having a different discussion. Mm-hmm. But instead, it was he, a, it was a meaningless in your in your mind, a meaningless challenge. Do you think it was? A minute I mean, 18 to go, 13 point game, blocker charge on Taj Gibson. What do you think? It wasn't it didn't seem as important as it was made to be. Well, guess what? It was pretty damn important because at the end of this game, o- Tom Thibodeau had nothing in his pocket. To, to Lugie's point, only because he they needed the challenge and they had lost it. That's yes. the only reason. Well, that, that's that, that's a big deal, I mean, look, dude. I, I'd have to look at the statistics. Like how many how many challenges does Tom Thibodeau typically? I have the have? answer. Well, tell me. And this is the part that's so crazy. He does not challenge a lot. Yeah, he never challenges. Right. He never does right. it. So tell me why. See, you all can change the subject as much as you want. And you can keep going back to the same thing, which is the I mean, officials the are bad. We get easy. it. They screwed up. The answer is easy. What's the answer? To your question, which you didn't even ask, but I know what you're going to say. Okay, go why on. would he challenge if he never challenges? Why? Because he's desperate right now. His team is beat up. They're not playing well against anybody. And he needed something That's to not the try moment. to change his moment. He doesn't know what the moment is or the momentum moment is. He doesn't know. Come He's on. just trying to use this as some catalyst huh. to get them back into it. Evan said they screwed up. No, screwing up is leaving the toilet seat up. They blew up the house. That's it. it was a oh massive screw up. I, we get it. I flooded the basement. We get yeah. it. Was that you yeah. saying that? Oh, I thought that was a drop. I was like, <laughs> where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Look. 
the officials were bad last night. Like, I, I open with that. I tell you that. They were bad. I give you other calls that they were not good with. And I don't want to hear the free throw disparity because that's BS, right? That's not proof. Proof is individual calls. And I'm with you. There were a lot of bad calls last night. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing Big Zoo's point of, hey, we should probably change the system and have things automatically reviewed in the final two minutes. Like, dude, I'm with you on that. And by the way, here's the funny part about automatically reviewing stuff. They were. They were reviewing if there was time on the clock. <laughs> which, which makes the rules even dumber. Right. We're going to see if there's time on the clock. But when we notice that there's an egregious call made, we're not going to change that. What a disgrace, bro. So I'm with you on that. Like, we're not arguing. What you guys aren't doing is you're not listening. That's the problem. You're not listening. You're only going back to your talking points that 98% of Nick fans have been repeating for the last 14 hours, which is, we got screwed, horrible officiating, this is bad, this sucks. Whether it's Tommy Lugauer or it's Kendrick Perkins or it's... I'm sure Gio said it this morning, but then again, I can't even. I, I didn't I'm even sure know. our dear friend Gio CP, the said franchise, it. said it. C- oh, CP did say it. Yes. CP was like, we got hoes. Of this course we did. He's not wrong. Oh, yeah, but you're missing the point. The league hates the Knicks. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Tiki, have I convinced you at least? Yeah, you have. Thank you. You made a good argument. Thank you very much. Now, the other problem, with Tom, points. The other problem with Tom Thibodeau, which you were alluding to, and you're going to enjoy this more because you brought this up a week ago, mm-hmm. is that when D, the big ragu got hurt <laughs> with five minutes to go, we're talking about Dante DiVincenzo, but yes. that's what we call him around here. When the big ragu got hurt with five minutes to go and he injured his hamstring, do you know how many minutes he had already played in that game? 41. 41 minutes. There were five minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. So and he the, wasn't coming off the court. No. So, so the big ragu He's a finisher. would have played 45 to 46 minutes. And then, oh, by the way, if the officials don't blow the game, the big ragu is playing overtime. Yep. We're talking about a potential 50-minute performance, and your point you made a week ago was, hey, look, he's got to kind of take the foot off the gas with right. some of these minutes. Right. And I don't know, you tell me you're the athlete. Right. Can playing too many minutes cause a hamstring issue? Of, of course. Well, then we have a problem. The hamstring issues are fatigue issues, man. It's 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 wear issues. It's you 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 just your muscle starts to break down a little bit. You need to rest. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So we have a problem. We do have a problem. And look, the the Jalen Brunson ankle injury that we got all up in arms about, which ultimately Turned out to be not much, even though he did struggle to get back into this uh, to start this game. But a fi- eventually, he was fine, and I think he's going to be fine. But attrition issues, it's injuries happen when your body is just tired, mm. and you can't just we're going to grind, we're going to grind, we're going to grind, we're going to grind. We're going to get the All Star break, and then we're going to rest, and then we're going to get back, and we're going to grind, we're going to grind, we're going to grind. Like you just you can't you can't, pl- athletes don't can't sustain that. And there's a reason that every other good team in in, in basketball, they they do rest days, give you a day off. This game you're going to play 25 minutes. You have a minute restriction because you had this lingering or whatever the heck our advanced statistics and our you know tracking devices have shown that you need. Use those things. Yeah. They're tools that are important. And so. Just to be old school and say, well, back in the day, they used to just go and grind and never took time off, that doesn't work anymore. Well, and I think the the, the other issue is, and I think this is where Tom is falling victim, is that the big ragu is playing his ass off. Yeah, he is. Like, it is one of the most, believe it or not, with the Knicks, one of the most underreported aspects of this team, especially over the last few weeks, is he's averaging like 30 a game over the last few weeks. And he was brought here to be like a 6th, 7th man. Right, but here's the problem. Including last night, 
four out of his last five games, he's played 40 or more minutes. Mm -hmm. And the one game he didn't was a game in which he played 39 and a half minutes. (laughs) So he's playing 40 minutes a night. And so I think Thibodeau is intoxicated by the big ragu. Who would not be? But it's starting to become a problem. And when you look at him having that hamstring issue last night, it may be directly associated with the fact that four out of the last five games he's played 40-plus minutes. Yeah, but Ragu was only averaging about 25 minutes prior to that all season long. This exactly. Is only Thank you little... for proving my point. No, yeah. How is that proving your point? Because You're stretching d- him out here because, now. No, hold on. And Tiki, tell no, me if I'm wrong is, here. This isn't baseball, man. Him <laughs> doing that a lot over the last week and a half when he's usually a guy who plays 20 minutes a night yep. cannot be good for you, Career 24 and a half. That can't be good for you. Stretching him out. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, he's playing four out of five games, 40 minutes a night. Yeah, you stretching th- him out because we need him out there. I under- We get you need him. Yeah. He's been great. Like, I-, I can't put this man over enough. Ragu's been awesome. But if, he's pl- if he plays 25 minutes a night throughout his NBA career, and now, over the last two weeks, he is playing 40 minutes a night basically every other night, that can't be good for you health-wise. No, so what's the solution, guys? Play less. Well, Solution. Play less. He's one of their best players right now. So you're suggesting that they don't play their best player 40 minutes a night. No. Yeah. Uh, well, Would you, you disagree with that? Too? No, 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 no. I, I'm saying don't play your best player 40 minutes a night because you can't do it for the entire season. But we're talking about five to eight games here. You got the All Star break coming up. Hopefully the reinforcements are coming back. Yeah, OG the, Julius. Did you not just hear what I just said? He didn't listen at all. Right? Nick <laughs> fans don't listen sometimes. Oh, we're gonna grind you to the All Star break. Then you're gonna get a little bit of a rest, three or four days. You know, not not do much, just chill. And you're gonna come back. You know, grind you all the way down to the postseason. And then when you get there, you're gonna be so worn out, you're gonna crash. That's that's what's happening, right? These guys break down. Athletes break down. And there's tools now. This is all I'm saying. There are tools and there are best practices that good teams in major league, in, uh, in, in the NBA use to keep their stars healthy. And Tom Thibodeau is not doing that. Now, maybe it's by necessity because they're just not a deep team. There's not a lot of talent. But sometimes you gotta you have to see the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is if these guys are banged up or lingering with injuries as they come down the end of the stretch here this season, what are they doing? Well, and I'll give you an example that's close to the Knicks fans' brain. Do you remember when you played the Pacers? Not the recent one, the one where you beat them yes. at the beginning of this homestand? Yes. Tyrese Halliburton was pretty damn good when he was on the floor, but he only played 21 minutes. Right. He was on Be- a restriction. Because he was on a minutes restriction because he's coming back from an injury, and the Pacers and Rick Carlisle are being very smart about it. Now, the big rugby is not coming off of an injury, right. but he is coming off of playing an allotment of minutes that he has never done. In the last 13 days, he's played seven games, and he's averaging 40 minutes a night. Do the math. Like, I argued with Tiki last week. it's hard we because were... he's... Cause he's... He's so great. He no, he's been great. I mean, he's shooting forty percent in his last ten. He's been amazing, and that's the damned if you do. No, no, no damned no. if you don't. But hold on, hold on. So when you and I were arguing a week and a half ago, and Tiki was on this side of like, dude, he's running his guys to the ground, and I was more on your side of, well, I don't know if he is. Like, he's still trying to win games. Blah blah blah. What I saw last night was malpractice. I mean, if we're being honest, what I saw last night was me saying Tiki's right, and I think any Nick fan who, again, you want to be intellectually honest. You just want to scream at the clouds about the officials, or do you want to have a real discussion? A real discussion is the way Big Ragu was treated last night in playing 40 minutes. 40 minutes, and there were five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's not healthy. He got hurt last night, and Tiki's right. I'm wrong. I own it. Tiki was right. 
His hamstring's going because he's playing an ungodly amount of minutes because, yes, he's great. Yes, he's intoxicating. Yes, you need him to win. You're in the regular season. If you want to claim you're back, if you want to claim you're relevant, if you want to claim you're good, start acting like teams that are like that. And don't push this guy to play 41 minutes until there's five minutes to go and his hamstring goes. I'll say this. Act like you've been there before. I don't think it should be black or white. I think Tom should be a little more flexible. I thought they let the most recent game against Indiana, Dante was out of gas. Jalen coming off the injury. He should have pulled both of them late. I will give you that. Oh, I will not give you last night, but I will give you the game on, what was it, Saturday against mm-hmm. Indiana. DiVincenzo was gassed. He was airballing it. Yeah. So in that spot where Indiana clearly was winning the game, Game, late yeah. in the game, there is a spot where coach could be like, you know what? Jalen off the injury. Dante's been great. He looks gassed. Let me call off the dogs. Let us go to Chris in Monmouth County, New Jersey. Chris is a very rational Nick fan. I think we agree like 70% of the time, right, Chris? What's up, Evan Tiki? Thank you for taking the call. As always, Evan, and even Tiki. Tiki, lately, you are, man, I'm telling you, you Losing it, my friend. I love you to death. I'm always on your side here, but <laughs> I'm furious these last 20 minutes listening to you, Evan. What? Evan, you are so phony when it comes to this. If this was the Brooklyn Nets yeah. and the same situation, you wouldn't be talking to Jacques Vaughn. Yes, I would. Decision making. Yes, I would. No, you, yes, Evan, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, and I'm going to tell you something about what Tommy had to say. He's wrong. About. Tommy's right. Tommy's <laughs> absolutely right. What? And I'm gonna and not because he put me through on the on the line. He's right because he's right. The Knicks are not viewed by the NBA as a team they want to excel for. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I watch MSG. Oh, you're talking about the, the classiest, conspiracy. You're talking about the, the classy broadcast. The classiest broadcasters are Breen and Clyde. Agreed. When that game is on ABC or ESPN, yeah. they it is so slanted towards the other team. Bingo. All the time. All the but Tommy, bro, they I can't, can't wait to talk it. about the stars on the, on the radio. other team. 100%. Oh, Jokic, he's just, or the first game of the season, they talk about Anthony Davis is going to be the, one of the, the MVP status. They never talk about the Knicks. Oh, and I'm going to tell you right now, Facts. I like the way this team is playing. And you know what? Let's go down with being 40 minutes a game. I get it. It's a little much, but we're going to be stronger in the playoffs. We're building towards something special. What you're forgetting is this Evan and Tiki. This is a different team than last year. We're a better team. We have better players. We're better focused. We're better equipped to handle the extra minutes. You never emphasize and the that. The big ragu isn't. Uh, he just I injured mean, his hamstring, dude. Oh, my God. He just I injured his hamstring. We are, we, are, we are in the pursuit of a championship this it's year. It's February might... 12th, dude. You're playing on a Monday night against the Rockets. And you've got a basketball player that is in his career average 25 minutes a night. And you're playing him 40 minutes again? And you're telling me about this is getting you ready for May? It's not getting you ready for May. That's not true. Now, the only, I mean, the only proof that can happen here is if in May, when the Knicks are pu- pushing to the playoffs and in the playoffs, that these guys are re-healthy and they're like animals. Like they, they're, they're so hardened. They're calloused, as we like to say in football, because they've went, they've gone through the grind and they survived it. The challenge is, are they going to get there? Yeah. Right? And how much does this hurt them with Dante out and obviously Julius Randle's out? And, you know, they have, they have so many issues health-wise that if they fall down to, let's say, the sixth seed, the seventh seed from where they started like two weeks ago, that can't be good for you. 
it's time it's time Tom Thibodeau started coaching this team like an actual contender and not worried about all of these games in February like this. And Evan, I think you missed the obvious point there. We've seen this in this town, whether the Nets count or not before. You know what Dante DiVincenzo's about to fall guilty to? Joe Harris syndrome, a guy not used to playing that many minutes all year, gets to Brooklyn four straight years averaging over 30 minutes a game, shooting lights out, and completely worn down and misses everything in the postseason when the team well, needed him. Yeah, you, our last caller, Chris, and he's a good dude, but he's contradicting himself. Like The contradiction of we're good, we're ready, we're different can't be met with coaching games in February like it's Game 7 of the Finals. That's a contradiction. Mm -hmm. I agree you're good. Like, we're not even arguing about that. What we're arguing about is that last night was malpractice. Like, I think Tom Thibodeau's gotten a huge break by the local media over the last 24 hours. A huge break. Because, hey, if you don't want to buy the challenge debate and you don't want to get nuts about him issuing a challenge with a minute 18 to go in the second quarter and saying, hey, as bad as the officiating was, it would have been helpful to have that challenge in the second half. If you don't want to buy that and you just want to cry about the officials, okay. But you can't ignore the minutes. You can't ignore the latest injury and act like it's just bad luck because it's not. That was an indictment of this head coach. He needs to be more careful. And this conspiracy, I don't know what the hell's going on with that. <laughs> Carrie in Sayreville, how are you, Carrie? Uh, Evan, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm a little annoyed at you right now. See, the problem is, as Knicks fans, we're listening to you. We hear you. We hear all the hater things you say and every do day. do you agree? But, no, well, the problem is you're just used to all five Brooklyn Nets fans. So you're not used to our <laughs> passion that we have. So I get it. It's frustrating for you. And I do agree that Tom does run our guys to the ground. Like, okay, I so get wait, wait, hold on. So, Karen, the Karen. problem is... So, but despite taking the shots of the team I root for, which is fine, and thinking everything I'm saying is hating on you... We're not you talking agree, about that. You agree with what I'm saying. Partially. The Thank problem you. is... Right. The problem is... Jalen Brunson, as an all-star that he is, isn't getting any call that any other all-star gets on any other team. I so... We need to use every single aspect, every part of our team, every night. And I want these guys to play. No, no, but wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Carrie, 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 Kevin Durant sitting every day. Carrie, I want my guys to play. Okay, but hold on, let's have a conversation. So I agree with you about what you said about Jalen Brunson. I agree, and that's worthy of a discussion. I thought Melo had the same fate when he was here, where he was not treated Mm -hmm. with the whistle like the star that he was. With that said, you also said we've got to play that way every night to win, and we don't want it to be like Durant in Brooklyn. Can't you not rest guys as casually as the Nets and other teams have, but also be smarter with minutes? Can't there be a middle ground? Because that's all I'm asking for. I'm not saying they need to be the Nets or any other team from the past. I'm saying your head coach needs to be smarter with the way he allots minutes because it's getting guys hurt. Am I wrong? Yeah, but not right. I mean, he should have used our minutes before these guys got hurt. Now we're kind of at like a cross. We're at a catch-22. Everybody's hurt. So now he has no choice. No, he does have a choice. No, no, but I disagree with you respectfully. He does have a choice. There's no gun to his head that says he needs to play Dante DiVincenzo 42 minutes. There's no gun. And when you say, well, who's he going to play? Yeah, I get it. Some Mm -hmm. of the minutes on the court aren't going to be as good because he's not out there. But isn't the greater good worth it? The greater good is worth it. I would think so. I would think that getting to May, April and May, and being healthy, 
pushing a drive to try to get into the, the, the three or two seed as opposed to sitting three games above the Indiana Pacers in the win column where you are right now from the sixth seed. Right, that that's not encouraging. Right? They they play who they play Orlando tomorrow. They play Orlando tomorrow. They play Orlando tomorrow. Yeah, I, I mean, let's who knows what's going to happen. It's a, it, they're retiring Shaq's jersey. Are they doing that tonight right. against the Thunder? Oh, they're doing it tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. tonight. So yeah. they're, they're not going to have to deal with the Shaq enthusiastic crowd. But still, they go to to Orlando and lose this game and go into the All Star break losing four in a row. And not feeling good about themselves and beat up, what, like what is what does the other side of the All Star break look like? I think that's that's why I have trouble with this because I don't think there was a plan for this. Well, this, I think the trouble I have is that Deuce McBride played five minutes last night. Yeah. He's not allowed to play twelve minutes. That's not allowed. Alec Burks played sixteen minutes last night. He can't play twenty three minutes. Like there's a way to play other guys. Mm. We act like, oh, well, he's got to play him 46 minutes. Well, what other choice does he have? Like, I'm not arguing that the way he's playing, it's intoxicating to not want to play him more. And it kind of goes against or to what you're saying about winning games. Mm-hmm. Winning's nice. Winning's important. Having guys get hurt is worse. Having the ragu right. injure his the hamstring next, is worse than game, winning a game last night. That you didn't even win more, anyway. The next game is more important. It's always that way. Just like, just like the next play is always more important. Yeah, but you have no proof that grinding these guys have led to any of these injuries. You're going to give me Dante, OG, at no, nothing. No, you want to Dante definitely Julius, did. definitely Dante, not. Dante hey, definitely did. I'm Tommy. No, no, I'm sorry. What did I call you? Tiki. Yeah. Tiki. No, because I'm about to mention Tiki. You know what my proof is? Mm-hmm. And I want you to show respect. Mm-hmm. Okay? Tiki Barber's a world-class athlete. Yes. We're going to have debates on this show, and we're going to yell at each other, but there are certain things where I even say, damn it, tough to argue about this one because he knows. Tiki Barber was a running back in the NFL. Have and you I, heard that? And I used to get hamstring injuries. And you used to get why? hamstring issues. Why is that? Because I ran too hard. Oh. Do you think that Tiki Barber has some authority on, hey, here's a basketball player. I know it's a different sport, but here's an athlete who's not used to playing as often as he's playing He's now playing this amount of time, and he injured his hamstring. This isn't me saying it's Tom Thibodeau. Here's the world-class athlete. So before Tiki explains it some more to you, I want you to say it to his face. <laughs> say it to the world-class athlete's face that you he's just making saying? crap up with you know no proof. what he's saying, Tommy? Yes. Respect my authority. Oh, Tiki, I respect you. I'm just saying I'm giving you Dante's injury. I'm just saying the rash of injuries I don't think is about grinding the players. We're Dante? talking about the ragu. We're not talking about OG. I don't know. Did we right. mention him? You're talking about the coach grinding the players, and that's why all these injuries are here. No, no, we're okay. talking no, no, you're specifically it to Dante because it supports your no, argument. No, 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 we're talking about yeah. last night. No, so we're talking about Dante, Thank but you. I can also include Jalen Brunson when he hurt his ankle. He was, uh, we, we talked about that game. We don't, they're down 20, right? Yes, they start to come back, and things get a little out, out of hand, but like he's fatigued, and when you're fatigued, certain things don't fire the same way, right? I know this because I used to get ART, which is a it's a it's a chiropractic term, active release technique, which your muscles get turned off. Like when you get when your muscles get so tired that they stop working, other things have to compensate. And when other things start to compensate, that muscle that's not used to carrying all that load, it injures itself. Right? It's in, and this is what happens when you play too much, when you when you're grinding too much, when you're on your feet too much. And I don't think Tom. Thibodeau is taking that into account. I don't know what kind of metrics they have. I know in football, they put a literal chip in your shoulder pads so that when you run around, if you get to a certain amount of miles or whatever metric they use, they sit you down. Like you get a day off from practice, right? 
and in my era, I would have said, screw that. Dude, you practice. Go practice, dude. Don't take a day off. But these guys, now it's 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 science, right? It's, it's advanced science. And Tom Thibodeau doesn't care about it because he cares about winning more than he cares about protecting his guys. That's all I'm saying. And will they co-sign that? The players? Of course. Coach, we got you, man. We got you. But as I said a week and a half ago, sometimes you got to protect them from themselves because dogs like the Knicks have, and they got some really good players and dogs on that team, they want to play. They want to play. Sometimes you got to protect them from themselves. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Give them a day, right? Hell, give them a game where they play 25 minutes, like like Tyrese Halliburton. Do something to protect them. That's all I'm saying. I'm a big fan of apologies. You can do almost anything, but if you apologize... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apologize. I'm good with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, the dude who yesterday called me an idiot, Robbie <laughs> in East Brunswick, is on the line, and I've been told he wants to issue a public apology to me uh. for calling me an idiot. So, Robbie, the floor is yours. Hey, Evan, let me, first of all, let me apologize, because I was out of line. I'm not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I was totally wrong for name-calling. I disagreed with what you said. And I told you why, because I don't think it should be a coin flip to win or lose a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong. So I'm a man, and, and I'm apologizing to you, because I don't want you to think of me that way, because I'm not like that. I, I was stupid, 
and and I was I couldn't believe what you were saying. I thought it was so outrageous. <laughs> so I, I need you to know that, and and I'm sorry because uh, you know I'm not a name caller. Well, Robbie, good can apology, I? Robbie. I'd like to respond to yes. um, when don't, you don't called, be self-deprecating though. You're good. Go ahead. You're when, good. When you called me uh, that bad word, I was very hurt. And my response was to call you the same bad word. Mm -hmm. And I apologize for that. I shouldn't have done it. It was wrong. And so do you want to have like an over-the-phone hug? Like, uh, like I'm hugging yeah. you right now? Okay, because, here we go. Yeah, because like I said, you know, I, I was wrong for calling your name. We're allowed to disagree, and okay. we're all good with that. But I was out of line, totally out of line. Right. On the other hand, yeah. I do agree with Evan that the clock should count. In overtime. Oh, that was tiki. Yeah, that was me, but that was tiki. Good. That's okay. Did you agree with tiki? <laughs> right. Wait, so after after you realized that I'm not an idiot, did you think to yourself, boy, Evan's point was right? Because my point yesterday was that Kyle Shanahan should have given up the ball first, and then if the Chiefs scored a touchdown and they scored a touchdown, they should have gone for two in the win. Have you realized now with 24 hours to think about it that not only was I not wrong, but I was a genius? Go ahead. Mm. No, you know, you know, I don't agree with that. I think oh. you, if, I'm not going to give you the game if I don't score the two points. You have to beat me. And if Mahomes beats me, then so be it. He's a great quarterback. But he's not going to be 100% every year, every game. Beat me. I'm but not just, gonna but just understand I'm this. I'm not going to flip a coin for a win or a loss. I get you. Robbie, okay? first of all, thank you for calling. You're a great man, and I appreciate your apology, and I am sorry, too. We shouldn't have called each other idiots, and that's the mm -hmm. beauty of Sports Talk Radio. Yes. You can call each other names, and the next day you can call back and say, I shouldn't have done that. You do it differently by saying, your take is idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm serious. But my point to him was my take yesterday about, hey, if I'm the Niners and I win the coin toss with this new overtime rule, give them the ball. Even if they score a touchdown, great. Then I go score a touchdown. I go for two and win it. That idea was the plan Andy Reid had. Yeah. But so the one of the great coaches of our time thought that that was his best plan, and that's with Mahomes as his quarterback I, facing the it Niners. Just, it matters what you value. So what what do you value more? Do you value knowledge, meaning knowledge of what you have to do, or do you va value the extra possession. I'm not playing with for an extra possession, though, Teague, because but under think, my but, plan, if they score a touchdown, I'm going for the win after I score a touchdown for two. So it's one I, possession I, versus one but possession. I, but I just wonder how many people would do that. Like how Andy many Reed. how many coaches would do that? And Andy Reid obviously has nothing to lose. But if Kyle Shanahan was in the same spot, Kyle Shanahan who blew the as a, as a coordinator with Atlanta, really it was Matt Ryan taking a sack or. Two sacks, really. One was a sack fumble, and then the one at the end of the game knocked them out of field goal range, which was followed by a hold, which put them in a punt position, and then they lost that game. It falls on Kyle Shanahan. Obviously, the Super Bowl 54, same thing, up by 10. They lose that game. Mm -hmm. If you're Kyle Shanahan, you have your chance for redemption. You, you, you defer, so you give the ball to the Kansas City Chiefs. They go down and score a touchdown and kick the extra point, so they're up by seven, and you go down... Mm -hmm. And you score a touchdown. Are you really going for two if you're Kyle Shanahan? Are you really going to risk losing another Super Bowl because you had the wrong two point conversion play, or it just didn't work out? You didn't have the design well enough, and you lose by a point in the Super Bowl. Like Andy Reid can do that. 
Kyle Shanahan, I don't think, can do that. In Brian Dable's first game as an NFL head coach, that was his first game. That was his first game as NFL head but coach. But he had no resume, and, but, and he still had the guts okay, to do it. But you know why he did it? And, it, and I know why he did it. Why did I ask it? him? Why did he do it? He said the first win is always the hardest, and so the sooner you get it out of the way, the more the, the more you don't have to. Well, worry you know about what Andy Reid proved? The first Super Bowl is always the hardest too. Yes, Just get that already, out of But way. he already had it. I know, but Kyle needs his first. So why not do it with guts? Why not do it with a move that Andy Reid would do? And a here's Super what Bowl I, is so different uh, than a victory, man. And Evan, <laughs> Evan just tricked us into something. Why not do what Andy Reid would do? Andy Reid was Kyle Shanahan, Evan. He used to get killed for his clock yeah, management. All, all of it. And, same and stuff. Same stuff. Okay. And you know what changed for Andy Reid? He got Patrick Mahomes, right. which is why Kyle Shanahan's getting killed. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. No matter what decision you make, it looks bad because on the other side is Patrick Mahomes awaiting an overtime. I don't I don't know if I agree with that, though. Like, I well, think it, this is very similar to a caller saying, hey, Evan, if this was your team, your opinion would be that. We always love to make up scenarios, and hello, SNY, where, well, if this guy did this, we'd be saying that. We don't know that. If Kyle Shanahan had the cojones <laughs> to do what Andy Reid told his players he was going to do, which is, I'm going to give him the ball first. They score a touchdown, great. We score a touchdown, we're going for two. Why do we assume we would all be killing Kyle I, Shanahan? Oh, because it, well, what be, I said. If he didn't make it. I'm saying if he doesn't make yeah. it, we are crushing okay. Kyle Shanahan. I want to follow up both of you guys with this very important question. And I know it's different. You've already laid it out. Right. But I want to be honest with me. If the Giants were it's a regular season game. Could hold on. Okay, go ahead. Just, just I get it. It's, yeah. a re, it's not the Super Bowl. When they went for two in year one of Dayball and they failed oh, and they the, lose the, the game, is easy. what would going. we have said? Keep going. What would we have said the next what, day on Sports what, Talk Radio? What, what would you have said? What would Sean have said? If they had gone for two and failed? The Giants, in the, they did go for two. They succeeded. Game yes. one Dayball last year. And so let's say they, yeah, go they had gone for two and what they failed. What would we failed. have said? Yeah. We would have said, man, this guy is he's risky. I mean, they're not good enough to win that game, but look, he took a shot at it. Bingo. Right? Bingo. However. Yes. However. However. Go ahead. <laughs> I just told you why Brian Dable went for two on that Tennessee Titans game. Yeah. Because getting your first win is hard. That's a cliche, though. You know that. It is, but it's true. Guess what he also has other opportunities to do? Get his first one. Get his first win. How many times are you getting a chance to win the Super Bowl? But do you make decisions based on the repercussions, or do you make decisions because they're the right thing to do? Because the way you just laid it out, Tiki, with Andy Reid, with Brian Dable, and with Kyle Shanahan, was the decision is based on the way people are going to respond okay, to if it. If That's they, not a way if, to make if decisions. Andy Reid goes for two and doesn't, and, and he misses it, yeah. and they lose the Super Bowl to the San Francisco 49ers, what's the legacy repercussion for Andy Reid? No, no, but you hold on. You're missing my point. I agree with you. Is that how you make decisions based on what your legacy is going to say? No, but he has nothing to lose there. He has a Super Bowl to lose. Yeah, but he also has the greatest quarterback, and he believes it's going to work. He believes that yeah, but that's Pat Mahomes going to figure out a way. That's the key. If you believe it's going to work, why would you think about your legacy and what people on Sports Talk Radio are going to say? But everybody thinks that the play is going to Co- work. Coach it? R- right. They all think it's going to work. So then do that. But I just think that, I think there's more at stake that you just can't. You, you, you're taking out the humanity. You're making it into a, a decision as opposed to the, the, the human side of this, the risk-tolerant side of being a head coach in the biggest game in the world. Is that what you're thinking that about, 120 though? 120-plus million people yeah, but Tiki, are watching you think and that, judging you all. Well, hold on. Coach, are you telling me, because maybe you're right, and I, I'm I, I'm crazy for thinking this. You tell me coaches are making decisions based on the fact that 125 million no, people are watching? No, no, no. They're making decisions based on this is a chance to change my life. 
right? You win a Super Bowl as a head coach, it changes your life. I get that. Forever. And this gives you the best chance to win. I, no, but, and, I don't know, I brought, man. I brought this up yesterday. Andy Reid saying he would do this if Kyle Shanahan won that toss and deferred. And Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes went right down the field, and they decided, you know what? We think that on the other side with Christian McCaffrey, they're going to go for two. We're going right. to go for two right now. And they get it. And then all that the Niners do is match, and the Chiefs get the ball back, and different. they do is kick a field Different field. discussion. No, it's not different. No, no, no. we're I, killing Shanahan no, for giving Mahomes I, two possessions. I am skeptical. Right. No, no, sure. I, agree, I, I agree with you. I'm skeptical the Chiefs would have done that. I'm skeptical that when you score the opening drive touchdown in overtime, with the new rules that we have, you're going for two. It, by the way, it's a great discussion on if it's worth it or not. Mm-hmm. It's a great football discussion. I don't think he would have done that. I think that he clearly laid out to his to his players we're doing this on the other side, not to set the tone in overtime. So it's a complete hypothetical what you're saying. I, yeah, have, no, op- I have no evidence that's the case. Well, I have evidence of the other side because his players have admitted that's what they were going to do. Somebody will ask him. Yeah, but I was going to say, even if his legacy would have took a hit, if that happened, knowing Christian McCaffrey's on the other side, we still would have crushed Reed and said, boy, you didn't think that you know by taking the ball first or whatever, you shouldn't have gone for two. That, maybe, by the way, all these different obstacles and, and chances tells us in the end that this overtime rule is probably the right rule because there's a million different ways you can go with it. There is a lot of debate with it, that's for sure. Or you just play another quarter. With that, <laughs> just play another quarter. Uh, you're not getting what you want, though, because the only way we ever change rules is when something egregious happens yeah. because of those rules. That did not happen in the Super Bowl. The rules really turned out I, to have very little I, effect. I, I thought about this last night because we had a caller yesterday to say, "Just play another quarter." Right. I was like, what, what, "What does that look like?" Like, so if the at the end of a game, the Kansas City Chiefs tie the game with a field goal. Let's say there's twenty. There were twenty something seconds left. Right. Maybe twenty. I can't remember. Whatever it was. So, in, in my mind, I'm like, all right, you got 40 yards, 40 yards to get in the field goal range. Mm-hmm. Get to the 35-yard line, and you can try a field goal, right? Maybe even 35 yards with the leg of your young kicker, Jake Are you talking about the end of regulation that I'm the talking Niners could have done it? end of regulation. Gotcha. There's 20 seconds left. Now, if instead of the overtime rules. There was that, by the way, I looked it up, three seconds left. They had no time. Oh, so whatever it was. It wouldn't have worked in this but, case. But let's just say there are like 35 seconds yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so instead of instead of three, there's 35 seconds left. And you, tr- you try to go score as opposed to taking a knee and going to overtime. You try to go get that score. And when the quarter ends, you still are trying to get that score. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't that make more sense than creating all of these rules, games tied at mm-hmm. the end of regulation, just keep playing in overtime. Yeah. Right? Doesn't that make more sense? Probably. Than, than flipping a coin, each team's guaranteed a possession. If it gets to the end of the, end of the quarter, then it yeah. just goes to the next quarter. And, like, it's convoluted. The I'm not against is. what you're saying. I'm just saying that usually we don't get changes in sports, like we saw with 13 seconds in Josh Allen, yeah. or too many teams uh, winning with an opening field goal, yes. as opposed to, like, when it was sudden death. The only way we get changes is when people whine and complain about it. Right. And the truthfully, I don't think people are really whining and complaining no, about not. the overtime rules. They're, they're whining and complaining about Kyle Shanahan but, making a dumb but, decision. But we're not. But as I'm thinking about this, it's just play another quarter. No, so I let's you. say that the 49ers go down and they score a touchdown. Right. So now it's, you know, it's 26 to 19. Right. It's not like the game is over. No, you, you still just get the ball. You still have the rest of the quarter. Right. Right? You still have... Ten minutes, and even if the Chiefs the turn the ball over immediately, you still have the you rest of the quarter to get a stop and get quarter. the ball back. No, it I just get makes you. more football. I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's just unfortunately <laughs> it's never going to happen. It is never going to happen. Right, but it is so simple. Yeah, I get you. Tim is in Roxbury. Hey, Tim. 
Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up? What's up, man? So you guys are saying that Hardenstein's injury or injury was because of minutes played, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the well, fact that he's played forty plus minutes in four out of the last true. five games. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Not you, true. Said, you said I heart. I heart. I heart's injury is because he had a pre-existing. Okay. Okay. I missed that part. No, we Never mind we, on that one. We weren't even talking about I heart. Someone else brought okay. that up. We were talking um, about Dante Divincenzo. Yeah. With, with Tibbs, you guys say he grinds his players into the ground. I'm talking specifically about Dante Divincenzo last night. I think sometimes his reputation for grinding players into the ground is overblown. But what I saw last night was malpractice. Okay. Tibbs' teams, no matter how role players, stars, whoever he plays, yep. always get better as the season goes on. Yeah. So you could say, well, his cha- he hasn't won championships because he tries to win game 63. Yeah. His teams get better every single year as the season goes on. I get you. 600%, yeah. 600% win percentage. And DiVincenzo playing 40 minutes for two weeks is not going to kill him. It just did. He just it, has a hamstring just, issue. Now, oh, come happened. on. You could, pull a, you could pull a hamstring playing 10 minutes. Yeah, but do you uh, don't think that no. a guy Hamst- who would... Hamstrings are fatigue injuries, man. I know this because I had them all the time. I, 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 I understand. So, but... so, 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 so Tim, here's, here's what we're talking about. I know what you're saying, and you're right. right? Tibbs' teams get better. Last year, they got better. But think about the conversation we were having at the beginning, the beginning of last NBA season. It was like, come on, Tibbs, shorten this rotation. Do we really need 10 guys playing every night, right? And eventually, over time, they did. And as a result, the the, the stars, the Jalen Brunsons and the Julius Randles, they weren't playing 40 minutes or averaging 42-plus minutes at the at the end of the year because they didn't play 42-plus minutes at the beginning of the year. You, do you not remember that? Like, you guys not no, remember but, at the beginning of last but, season how long the bench was? And then eventually it started tightening up. It's like, man, these right, guys are right. good. Right, what everybody wanted. They right. wanted not a nine-man rotation. Right, and, it was like, and, and, and then it was like, man, these guys are really good. And they get and they win a, they win a series in the playoffs. And it's like, okay, if it wasn't but, for the Heat, who knows what would have happened. right? But that, that was well-managed. All I'm saying is this year, he's he's not doing that. Well, Brunson, Brunson has only played 35 minutes a, uh, a game for the season. That's nothing compared to other stars. That's nothing. No, but here's the problem, Tim. I agree with you. And this is why the Tom Thibodeau issue is so convoluted. You bringing up, hey, his teams get better in the second half. And they've certainly been the case with the Knicks over the few years he's been here. What does that prove? Jalen Brunson's 35 minutes a night, which is not, I don't think, top seven or eight in the league. What does that prove? What I'm bringing up and what Tiki's bringing up was specifically last night. See, sometimes we talk in generalities and they don't prove a damn thing. Like, one thing that annoyed me about last night with the officiating is 33-13. to 13. Like, one of my friends texted me last night and said, Ah, oh, what a disgrace, 33 mm-hmm. free throws versus 13 free throws. That doesn't prove anything. When the Nets played the Knicks, you guys got 18 free throws. My team had five. Did I ever come on the radio and cite the free throw disparity? I did not. Spoiler alert, by the way. Because you have to look individually at the calls. No, I agree. There were bad calls last night. But sometimes we go general. We go general. We go general in terms of minutes. We go general in terms of he grinds guys. No, no, no. Our discussion today is very specific. It is about one guy, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and that is the big ragu Dante DiVincenzo and the fact that he's played 40 minutes a night for the last two weeks, the fact that he injured his hamstring last night, and the fact that a world-class athlete is saying to you into a microphone right now, hey, I've had hamstring issues. This kind of kind of push in minutes plays a role in that. So don't get distracted by everything else. 
Don't yeah, get the, distracted. Yeah. This issue matters. That's what happened. The bigger picture is the is the reputation, but that's not what we're specifically talking about. Now, you could pull that up when you talk about iHeart because he did have a pre-existing uh, Achilles injury. Now, who knows if the fact that they have no depth at center and you have Precious Achua as the only option right now. I guess there are, there are other options. He just has no faith in them, so he doesn't, doesn't play. Did that contribute to it? Probably. But Dante DiVincenzo is not used to playing as many minutes as he's been playing. And here's the problem. And Lugie hit this. And Lugie's right. He's been amazing. It's it's like it's fun to watch the big ragu. He's been great because he he'll he's not afraid to take three point shots. He's not going to make all of them, but you know what? The fact that he takes fifteen a game means you better go defend him because mm. there's a chance he's going to make thirty five percent or forty five percent of them. So you have to go defend him, which makes it better for everybody else. I get it. It's enticing to have him out there, but sometimes you got to protect him from himself, and that's what we saw. I looked at the only other game in Dante DiVincenzo's career besides the last two weeks where he played 40-plus minutes. It was a double overtime game, and he took seven shots in the mm-hmm. entire game. Different world, different planet. We'll get that, back was, to, that was Golden State? That was with Golden State. Yeah. Yes, it was. We'll get back to your calls in a second. Plus, coming out of the Super Bowl, there's been a hot and heavy debate amongst Jet and Giant fans that you may not have heard yet. Jet fans and Giant fans yelling at each other, arguing with each other. I have not had this discussion with the Giant fans I work with yet. It'll be interesting to see what side of this giant jet debate they come on. And it's all from the Super Bowl the other day. We'll get to that, plus more of your calls at 877-337-6666. We are live from the Town Fair Tire. Join us on Evan and Tiki this Friday, February 16th, and we celebrate one of the grandest champions to ever walk the streets of this city, Alex Rodriguez. As we look back on 20 years since the Yankees got the unfortunate news that third baseman Aaron Boone would be out for the 2004 season. A hero emerged from the darkness to give us a lifetime of memories. No laughter! (laughs) Sorry. A hero emerged from the darkness to give us a lifetime of memories, giggles, and champagne showers. Champagne, you nitwit, not champagne. And champagne showers. That hero, of course, is A-Rod. We will have surprise guests. Flashbacks to the greatest moments, and of course, add another number to the retired Jersey Wall in Monument Park as the number 13 will be raised to the Mike Francesa Studio Rafters <laughs> once and for all. A hero that wasn't selfish in playing shortstop, even though he was better than the team's current. third. No, no, that. hold on. A hero that team. wasn't selfish in playing shortstop, even though he was a better he was better than the team's current shortstop <laughs> at the time, gets remembered as he should, with positive vibes and a walk to remember. That's A Rod Day this Friday on Evan and Tiki, right here on WFAN from two to six thirty PM, and as always, free on the Odyssey app. A little wordy by the promotions team. A little wordy. Yeah, a little wordy. But that is A-Rod Day. That is my required reading. Of course, it's this Friday right here on The Fan. I'm also preparing anti-A-Rod Day, which will occur the day before. Why are you doing anti-A-Rod Day? Because we got to even it out. we got to be fair and balanced around here. Why do we have to be even out? You didn't win a pickleball game. We're trying to get A-Rod on the show. Uh, (laughs) A-Rod should come on. He's being honored. I mean, me being anti-A-Rod the day before should have absolutely nothing to do with it. By he the may way, become the first player never to arrive at his own jersey retirement. <laughs> that could happen. I did a little research that I found fascinating but not surprising. Until this season, 2023-2024, and until the last, I'm not kidding, 13 days. Until the last 13 days, 
Where Dante DiVincenzo, we call him the Beg Ragu, has played in five games in which he's played 40 minutes or more, mm-hmm. including last night where he got hurt and didn't play the final five minutes. Do you know how many total games in his NBA career he played more than 40 minutes before that, before the last 13 days? None. One. Ooh. One game. One game. That's a problem. That's not good. That's not healthy. And so while I differed with Tiki respectfully on Jalen's injury and OG's injuries and some of the other injuries the Knicks have suffered, a lot of it bad luck, I cannot differ with him. It would be intellectually dishonest to differ that the minutes that Big Ragu has played over the last few weeks has to clearly contribute to this hamstring issue. There's no doubt about it. When you look at his track record. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And he doesn't have a track record of, I'm, I'm assuming, I have to look, actually, of injury. He's not hurt a ton because in previous stops, he wasn't playing a ton. Right. He's had injuries in his career. I'd have to go through what each individual injury was. Like, he's never been 100% healthy, but nevertheless. I mean, nobody is, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not had an injury-riddled career. You know, last year with Golden State, he went out and played 72 games. But over the last two weeks, because of the other injuries, he's been asked to do an awful lot. And last night was a breaking point as he injured his hamstring. And obviously the other thing was the officials were awful down the stretch of the game, but Tom Thibodeau was unable to fix it because he had already used his challenge and so that he was not able to save us from one of the worst calls in NBA history. We had to live with it because Tom had already used his challenge. Can I counter the uh, Dante thing real quick? Emmanuel quickly is playing 10 more minutes a game in Toronto. Is he hurt? So he's getting more. So guys get in other opportunities. They play more minutes. You'll see it around the league. So, no, no, you come on. 40 minutes a night over seven days and 13 days. You can't act like that's not a big deal. That's not more minutes. That's an obscene amount of minutes. For a guy who plays 23 minutes a night throughout his NBA career, that's obscene. I still think that you have to put your best guys out there. You have to win games and seeding matters with the Knicks. And Dante being out there, being your second best scorer, he needs to play 40 right now. It is what it is. Let's go to Frankie in Brooklyn. How are you, Frankie? What's up, guys? All's good. Yo. All right, Loogie, I think, listen, I respect you and all, but I think you should stay out of this conversation because you have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> wow, okay. You have absolutely no idea. Like, if you think, if you think that these minutes and playing, okay, last night you didn't play eight guys. On the sheet it says minutes for eight guys. You played Six guys, maybe six and a half guys. That is outrageous. Right. Outrageous. And you're thinking that that iHeart didn't re-aggregate his his Achilles because you make him come back. First of all, he's a backup center. Thanks for bringing that up, Frankie, because that's the other one I was remembering. I couldn't couldn't remember who got hurt from an attritious injury. And that was iHeart. Yes, it's iHeart. This guy's coming off of his track record. He's a backup center. Okay, did he play like an, he played like a great center when he started? Absolutely. Of course. And he's a great piece to the Knicks. But you're going to put him into the fire, okay, playing 30, high 30s, 40 minutes, comes back from an Achilles injury, then you want to abuse him again. This coach, like Evan said, was a complete malpractice last night. You didn't need this game as much as he, as much as he gave it his all. I, Frankie, okay. Frankie, thank you very much for the call. I agree with you. And look, every game is not the same. Every situation isn't the same. One thing that's bothered me is it's gotten lazy sometimes to rip Tom Thibodeau for mm-hmm. minutes usages. We're talking specifically about last night and specifically the last couple of days. And yes, you want to win. 
Like, trust me, I sit there and I want to win every NBA game I watch as a fan. I respect that and get that. But you need to be smart. Last night was not smart, and I think Frankie used a good term, malpractice. Yeah. I mean, and it's happening It's seeming, seemingly every week now. Every week there's something else that happens. Yeah. And that's not a good thing for this Knicks team, which is feeling really good about itself. And Knicks fans were feeling really optimistic about the future, especially this year's immediate future, because the – East and really all of the NBA feels open. It feels available. Yeah. You want to talk malpractice? Here's malpractice. Taj Gibson almost dropped dead on the court several times because he's gasping for air. They don't have a lot of bodies here. No, that's not true. That's not true that Taj Gibson looks like he's going to pass out? No, no. Forget Taj Gibson. Okay, with all But we're talking about their bigs. No, no. We're we're not. He was talking about Dante DiVincenzo. No, he was talking about iHeart. And he was also talking about the fact that last night in that game, he's right. The minutes will say they played nine guys. They played seven guys. Mm-hmm. Dude, they only played six guys 20 minutes or more. So you want Toppin or one of these other guys to play uh, a couple uh, minutes? Charlie Brown Jr., Jacob Toppin, yeah. Like, I get it. I'm not saying they're great. Yeah, Snoopy could play too while but he's at it. Lugie, they don't have a lot of options. That you do. No, you but- keep ignoring that. Is it worth it in the long haul? Is it worth it getting guys hurt in the long haul because you're playing them an obscene amount of minutes? Is that really worth it to you? Jalen Brunson's another example. Right. He goes out with an ankle injury. We all pretty much agreed, hey, they really need to be smart with how they right. handle Jalen if he's going to come back before the break. Play. Maybe not even let him play, right. right? What has he done in the two games back? How many minutes has he played? He had 40 last night, and he played what felt like the entire game against the Pacers. You okay with that? I told you at the end of the Indiana game, I was okay if they would have pulled Dante and yeah. Brunson here, in that game. Here, here's the... Here's where the problem, the disconnect is happening. If Tom Thibodeau goes up to Jalen Brunson and says, how you feeling, dude? You know what he's going to say? I feel great, coach. Of course. I'm good. I, wanna, I want to be the reason that we went, come back and win this game. So leave me in. But sometimes you got to protect your player from himself. That's, I've said it so many times over the last two weeks, and I'm saying it again. When the game feels like it's... It's almost pointless. Like you're wasting the minutes. You're wasting the grind. You're wasting the the jumping, the change of directions, the ankle twists, the the the, the quad strains, the 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 glute, you know, whatever, max out, whatever it is. You're wasting it on minutes that don't matter. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And and Tom doesn't get that because he's all he all he focuses on is winning. Like win, 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 win. I'm gonna put my my team and my players in the best position to win at all times, but that's not good for the long haul, especially when guys aren't used to it or they're already physically compromised like Jalen Hurts uh, was and like Dante DiVincenzo. Brunson. I mean, uh, Brunson was, and, and Dante DiVincenzo certainly proved to be. Let's go to Jason in Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Jason? Hey, Jason. Yeah, what's up, guys? Why, why are you yeah, guys, guys all defending Tommy over guys. here? Guys, let me ask you a question, right? You know what, Evan? You talk about the NBA, what a great league it is today. Like Mike Francesa says, no, it's a second-class league, and let me tell you why, because you're making my point for me. What's that? Why the NBA is a disgrace. Why? Because you can't ask guys to play 40 minutes. The legends of this game played all 82 games and played 40 minutes We're not talking about night, legends. We're talking okay? about Dante and DiVincenzo. you can't ask one guy to play five minutes not... extra, ten minutes extra. Jason, the Knicks Jason, need a win. Jason, They're under man. They got their two stars yeah, out. But you can't they do need it. guys to 
play but more Jason, minutes. You can't it's do not that. the head coach's fault. And then you're blaming the head coach for the for for some challenge last night. Yeah. You don't know number one, you don't know the game's gonna come down to that. The t- the call no, 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 awful. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right, I don't know the game's gonna come down to that. But you know what I know, and this is the one thing that annoys me. When people say you wouldn't say this if this was your team. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Jason didn't do that. A previous caller did. You're full of crap. Because I know full well what I say about. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. My coaches, when a bad call hurts my team, and my coach doesn't have a challenge mm-hmm. left, you bet your ass I'm looking at the coach and saying, how come you didn't have a challenge? And so, no, I didn't know the game was going to come down to that play or that egregious of a call, but you know what I did know? I knew that with a minute 18 to go on a charge or block call with Taj Gibson down 13, I knew the game wasn't coming down to that. So let's put that away. Because I know full well that that was a worthless challenge that was made by Tom Thibodeau. That's number one. Number two, don't turn this into a broader debate about the NBA and, all oh, guys are soft now. They don't play as many minutes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Dante DiVincenzo. That's who we're talking about. We're not talking about LeBron. We're not talking about KD. We're not talking about Luka. We're not talking about Jokic. We're talking about a role player who in his career has averaged 24 minutes a game. So if you want to have the broader discussion and yell at the sky about the NBA and how you don't like it, go on social media and go talk to other 65-year-olds who agree with you. But don't come here because we're having a very different discussion. And I welcome those who disagree, but we're not talking about stars being babies. We're talking about a role player who's played his ass off and Tom Thibodeau's treating him like a drug that he can't put down. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. So let's understand the discussion before we try to change the narrative. You're right. You're right over there. I am. And I just want to see the Knicks build a winning culture. I want them to grind out there every single night and put up Ws. It's not the Nuggets. They're not a team that's won a lot of championships. But don't you realize that that's not a formula to win a championship? That's all I'm asking. See, I, but I disagree. I really do. Because I've seen teams like the Pistons. I've seen teams that went I mean, on that, defense. That was, a gener- that was a, like an, an error but, ago. But they don't have like three superstars. They have a lot of really good players and one star. So they have to do things differently. Otherwise, they're not going to win. That's my point. And that's what I want to see this team build. And I don't want to rest, guys. And look how great Dante's been. Now I'm going to take the friggin' air out of his uh, sails. Stop taking the air out yes, of him. Yes, it is. It's putting him on the bench Loogie, instead of on the floor Loogie, dropping 30. Loogie, play 31 minutes instead of 41 minutes. Like, what are we talking about mm. here? 
I've never brought up rest days. Now, Tiki's may have alluded to that. Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing that up. I'm bringing up don't abuse him. Dude, the guy got abused last night. And what I love is that no one's talking about it because you're too busy yelling about bad officials thinking there's a conspiracy against you. We get it. The officials sucked last night. I'm with you. But let's not miss the bigger point, which is your best play, well, one of your best players over the last few weeks, who's playing an obscene amount of minutes, got hurt. And he got hurt when his minute number was up to 41 minutes and there was still five minutes to go in the game. Like, literally. Yeah. Take this guy was going to play 47 minutes last night. No, he's probably going to play more than that because it was going to go to overtime. Yeah. If if we don't get a bad foul. Forget the bad foul. This is this is a bigger picture. I think I'm talking bigger picture. You're talking myopically, Tommy. That's that's the difference. No, here's the di- you're right, and here's the difference. You've lied to us for the last few weeks, Tom. Tom. Tommy. Lugie. Lugie. You know why you lied to us? Tell me. You lied to us when you said this is a championship contender. You lied to us when you said we're back. When you're back and you're a championship contender, you look at things the way Tiki looks at things, which is big picture. You don't treat a game in February against the Houston Rockets as if it's game seven of the finals. You lied to us. They aren't no, back lie and they're you. not a title no, contender. You, you don't view them no, that way. No, I treat them do. that way. I do view them, them, that treat way. them that no, way. No, because I see what the Knicks are and what makes them special and what makes them different, and that's going out there and fighting every single minute of every single game and not taking minutes off and taking nights off. That's what makes this team fun. That's what makes this team special, and that's what we love as Nick fans about this team, and I'm not going to sacrifice that because a guy gets hurt here and there. I'm not going to do that. Sacrificing it is making sure you don't abuse a guy's minutes. That's all we're saying. Let's go to Anthony in Staten Island. Hey, Anthony. What's up, Anthony? I've been talking about this for three years. Even talking to Tiki and BK yeah. or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, BT. <laughs> and I've been saying this for three years. This guy's got to go. He needs to be an assistant to a great coach. He is a great defensive guy. But he has got, look at the, I'm a Knicks fan since 1972. I, the, I'm laughing all week with this. We got a championship. Where, did, where does that come? This team's not a championship team. I love them. I love the way they play. This guy leaves these players in. They're up by 17 when Randall got hurt. Mm. Brunson, he destroyed Derrick Rose's career. Three years ago, what's his name, that they traded to Toronto. They were up down by 18 in Utah three years ago. Yeah. He keeps him in the game. He busts his ankle. The, the only this thing. guy needs to go. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. No, he's he, not going anywhere. Well, that's the part where we got to right. stop short. So I don't, I, look, a year ago, maybe two years ago, I would have said that. And I turned on it, meaning I, I was wrong. Mm. He's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. It's just managing this side of it that he's not aware enough about. And it's going to come back to haunt him. It's already haunting him going into the All-Star break. Now, they come out of the All-Star break, maybe they are, they get somewhat healthy and it feels different, but I don't know when iHeart's going to be back. It's an Achilles injury. Yeah. Right? It, you don't you definitely don't want to rush that as Jet fans know. You we don't even know when they're going to update with Julius Randle. We have no idea. We have 2 weeks and we're going to reevaluate. It wasn't he's going to be back in 2 weeks. Two weeks, we're going to re We have no idea. I, I do want to give a comparison to our last caller that maybe will bring everything together over the last 48 hours to understand criticism of Tom Thibodeau and understand the extreme of firing Tom Thibodeau. Yesterday on this show, I was very critical of Kyle Shanahan. I stand by everything I said. I think I'm right. Mm-hmm. And I think even you, Tiki, said, yeah, there are a few things you were right about with Kyle Shanahan. Right. And early on when we were arguing about this, you said, 
Are you trying to say he's not a good head coach? Would you want him to coach the Jets? Of course I would. I'm not saying I wouldn't right. want him to coach the Jets. I'm not asking him for to be fired. I'm criticizing him for decisions he made and how unprepared his team was in the Super Bowl. There's things he should be doing better for a guy who's been coaching for as long as he has. He should know. Correct. And the same applies to Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau needs to do certain things better. And Tom Thibodeau and Kyle Shanahan actually have more in common than maybe you realize. (laughs) No one can dispute what Tom Thibodeau has accomplished in the regular season, whether it was in Chicago, whether it was the one successful year in Minnesota, or whether it's what he's doing here. Same with Kyle. Like, who the hell would dispute what Kyle Shanahan has accomplished as a head coach with the San Francisco 49ers? I'm not saying that. But in crunch time... Kyle Shanahan has now written a script of coming up small. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau has a script of coming up small in the postseason. He also has a script now of grinding down players. Your former coach, Tom Coughlin, changed, and he won two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you that Kyle Shanahan can't change and Tom Thibodeau can't change, but what I do know, just like you knew about Tom Coughlin— they better change. Right, because they're great coaches, and they're wasting opportunity to be truly great by not changing. And I think Kyle Shanahan, he'll figure it out. He's not hes not a dummy, right? He may be stuck in his ways, get into the third quarter and not run the ball at all. He may, be, he may be, I don't know, too prideful, but he's not dumb. Tom Coughlin wasn't dumb. Obviously, he wasn't. Tom Thibodeau is not dumb. It's just understanding that the way that I feel I should be doing things is differently is different than the way that other teams know that they can win. And so it's best practices. Like, we, we steal. We've heard this forever in the NFL. It's a copycat league. One team does, the other team does, tries to do better. Tom Thibodeau needs to do that, especially as it comes to managing players, because players are going to want to play. They just they just are. I don't blame the players for I, wanting I, to play. I can't, I can't fault players for saying, yeah, I want to play. No, I'm with you on that. But when it's at the... It's the consequences you're not available, then we have a problem. We have a disconnect for, from success. I don't know if you remember this, but yesterday on this show, a guy called in and he called me an idiot. Yes, he did. And then I very promptly responded and said, no, you're an idiot. And we never actually were able to have a discussion. Mm. Uh, I am a sucker for an apology. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.